Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy? Who through life has been my guide? We're going to be with Jesus, though, forever. The eternal and the spiritual, that is real. And you have to make this adjustment. We have to make this adjustment. Jesus is about to show his disciples they need to make this adjustment. And the adjustment is simple. We need to look at the world through spiritual eyes, through spiritual glasses. We're not to look at spiritual things through physical eyes or the physical glasses of our flesh. All things are spiritual first and foremost, regardless of what people will teach you or tell you. And so Jesus tells these guys in verse 37, he gives them this test, but he's showing them, look beyond your circumstances, look beyond the physical realm, look at this, verse 37, but he answered and said to them, you give them something to eat. (laughs) And they said to him, shall we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give them something to eat? So again, Jesus is taking them into phase two. He's taking them into the next phase of ministry. Could you imagine these guys, though? They just got back. They're probably pretty, you know, thinking pretty good about themselves. They just got back from this missionary journey. They got back and they're telling Jesus all about what they did. And they're probably thinking they got things figured out. But Jesus senses something. He senses something in them. And sometimes he senses it in us. Maybe even right now. (laughs) But he senses something in them. And this is what I love because he's challenging them in ways that break them out of their comfort zone. And they're probably thinking, you know, what's he talking about? How are we going to feed these people? I know this. In my own Christian walk, um, going back, it was quite a while ago, I'll be honest, but I thought I had things figured out. I won't tell you all the embarrassing stories of, oh, I was such an idiot. But here's the thing. I really thought I had figured things out. I thought I was so mature as a Christian. I knew the Bible. I'd been serving in ministry. But it was really about me. And I really, probably like these apostles, I just thought I had everything figured out. And I was just going to go forward to ministry. And then God took me into phase two. (laughs) Have you ever been there? He broke me. But then he didn't leave me as an orphan. He broke me, showed me my own pride. And then he did something that shifted my paradigm. Burst my bubble. Think of anything you want to come up with. And it was called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Oh, wait, (laughs) we're one of those churches. Yeah, we are. And if you're not, it's okay. Maybe we can get you there. But here's the thing. God did that in my life and it changed everything. When he baptized me with the Holy Spirit of God, the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, when he gave that gift to me, my entire life changed. I got a brand new pair of glasses, and nothing has ever been the same, and I'm not exaggerating. 
It has never been the same, and I've never looked at the world the same, and I've never looked at people, I've never looked at anything the same. When he baptized me with the Holy Spirit, when that happened, it was so radical in my life, it turned me upside down, and that's exactly what I needed. And I have to tell you, and I'm, I'm telling you this for a reason, over the years, I've seen many people in ministry, it's usually easy, easy to spot them too, who will do physical things in hopes that they will have spiritual effects. I've seen it over and over in my own life, where they'll see physical things, they'll do physical things, hoping that it'll have a spiritual effect. When we need to do the opposite, we need to do spiritual things knowing that they'll have a physical effect. Does that make sense? This is something, though, that Jesus, he's doing this with his disciples in our passage. He's challenging them. He's bursting their bubbles. And, you know, again, they probably think they've arrived. But then with one statement, he reveals their immaturity. <laughs> he tells them, you give them something to eat. We're talking about 20,000 people here. Imagine these 12 apostles standing there going, what do you mean? And I love it because verse 37 it says, Shall we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give them something to eat? I love this because in this statement, it's sarcasm. And I am, as a short man, very fluent in sarcasm. I'm trying to get over it, but, um, but that's what's going on here. They're like, oh, really? Because understand, 200 denarii, a denarii was an entire day's wages. 200 denarii is like two-thirds of a year's wages. So whatever that is, think about that. Think of the thousands of dollars that would be equivalent today. And they're like, oh, really? So you want us, you know, to go away to a village and take thousands of dollars we don't have and go buy food? That's basically what they're saying. Because why? They're just looking at the natural. They're not even thinking, after all this time with Jesus, they're still thinking natural first and not spiritual. Do you understand? Do you understand that's what's going on? But Jesus, I love this, because even though they're saying that and he knows what they're, how they're being and how they're acting... He himself, <laughs> he doesn't react, and he doesn't even respond to their question. I love this about Jesus. Verse 38, but he said to them, how many loaves do you have? Go and see. And when they found out, they said, five and two fish. Now understand, these aren't big giant loaves like the ones Lisa makes, you know, we have that special occasion. These aren't giant loaves. These are little pita bread loaves, the little tiny ones, you know. So they have five of those and two fish. Ah, 20,000 people, Jesus. Could you imagine what they were thinking? Oh, man. But I love this. And you don't miss this, okay? Don't miss this. Because this is one of those things that will change your life in, in your Christian walk. Okay, don't miss this. <laughs> he just commands them to do something. He says, give me all you have. Whatever it is, just give me what you have. No matter the amount, just give me whatever you have. That's all he wants from you. Do you know that? That's it. Whatever you have. Don't worry about your talents and abilities. Don't worry about all those things. Don't worry about, every, you know, I'm not good enough to serve it. Stop. He doesn't care about your ability. He cares about your availability. He will take whatever you're willing to give him and multiply it beyond measure. You know, I can testify to that in my own life. Without going into my own testimony, I know. I've seen it. I've seen what God can do with a boy from the wrong side of the tracks. Trailer park trash. I've seen it. When you just say, you know what? Use me, Lord. Just give him whatever you have. It doesn't have to be much. 20,000 people and all they have is five little pita breads and two fish. Well, in the natural, that seems impossible, doesn't it? 
It is in the natural. But I also love this because in order to arrange something spiritual, Jesus gets organized. Do you know that God is a God of order? Do you understand this? Even when we talk about the gifts of the Spirit, and when, when the work of the gifts of the Spirit work through us, they are to be done. 1 Corinthians 14 tells us, verse 40, I believe it is, check me on that, decently and in order. Which means frying, you know, on the ground like bacon and sizzling and rolling around like we see on some of the so-called Christian TV. People convulsing and falling over and can't control themselves and all this other stuff. Come on, give me a break. Again, remember I told you there will be abuses. But a true work of the Holy Spirit, he's a gentleman. And he does all things decently and in order. Now that doesn't mean this. It doesn't mean you won't be uncomfortable. (laughs) Your flesh will be uncomfortable at times. But he did it in his way. Perfect, decently, and in order. And I love this because look at Mark 6, 39 through 41. When he commanded them to make them all sit down in groups on the green grass, so they sat down in ranks in hundreds and fifties. And when he had taken the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven, blessed and broke the loaves, and gave them to his disciples to set before them. And the two fish he divided among them all. Now it says they were sitting on the green grass. We know from another gospel this is right around Passover time. So it's spring in Israel. And by the way, we're, we're trying to work out our trip. I think we've got a date. We're not going to go to Israel until 2024. So you'll get to see the green grass. It's one of the most beautiful times to visit Israel just before Passover. In any case, it gives us time also to prepare and get, get things ready. And we're going to be partnering with some other churches on that too. So... He gets them all together and he gets them organized. And I like what one pastor says, a a symmetrical seating arrangement, possibly 50 semicircles of 100 people each with semicircles one behind the other in ranks. Such an arrangement was familiar to the Jews during the festivals and it made food distribution more convenient. And so these disciples are getting these 20,000 people ready for food. (laughs) And they know all they have is five little pita loaves and two fish. Could you imagine how uncomfortable they were in their flesh? This isn't going to go well, Jesus. Imagine how embarrassed they might have been. Just put yourself in that position. But they get everyone ready because they do what they're told. This is another lesson. Even though they're probably skeptical and they are a little sarcastic and cynical, they do what they're told. When Jesus tells you to do something, you ought to... Hmm, I like it. This is good. So I'll incorporate this into every service just to keep you guys awake. But here's the thing. That is such a great lesson. Sometimes he'll ask us to do things that are uncomfortable. Just do it. It was long before Nike, I promise. Just do it. Just do what Jesus asks. Because there is always, 100% of the time, there is always a payoff. And we see that payoff here in verse 42 with seven powerful words, if you have the New King James. It says, so they all ate and were filled. You know that word for filled? Thanksgiving's coming up, so you can relate. It's the same word that's related to gluttony or glutton, where you're so stuffed. I know nobody in here will do that today. When you're so stuffed, you're sick. It's like it's just, you're full. That's what the word here means. Jesus took those five little loaves and two fish and just fed 20,000 people. And look at how he did it. He had the disciples distribute the food. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. 
For more information visit our website. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.